you worked your mic. Yeah. Working hard on this microphone for some money. Money, Mike, money. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I am Doug. I'm Justin. And we're happy to have you here today. I'm this. I'm pretty I'm pretty thrilled to have them here today. I'm thrilled that you all are here in Justin's apartment. Just sitting there sweating like I'm sweating balls right now. Are you really sweating? I'm pretty gross. It's humid outside. I t- it's not that humid. Down I'm here, a large man. I understand I that. I have but it's needs. Not, <laughs> that's and two I vastly la- different I things. I have lava blood and I'm run hot. <laughs> I run hot too, but it's not that humid out. Like walking outside, it's, it's raining. That means it's humid. That absolutely does not coincide. Yes, it does. What <laughs> does not? You look it up. <laughs> look it up on your iPad right now. Does raining? Does rain mean humid? Like how am I supposed to look that up? What do you mean? Ask. Ask it. Ask your computer what it means. Hey, iPad. <laughs> it's not responding. <laughs> Humidity usually means it's. That's what condensation is. But wait, I I feel like there's I feel like this is extremely. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I may be making some of this up, but <laughs> I'm feeling feel like pretty confident that when it's, when it's humid, that usually means it's raining. <laughs> I, all right, I'm not gonna argue it. Good, if I Al, win. Look, here's the thing: <laughs> if Al Roker, because he listens to this podcast, so if he if he you get please, Al on the phone right now, Al Al, if you can tw- if you can tweet at me, just let me know if Doug's right or not. Yes, all right, I'm putting that's that all you need to know. <laughs> But seriously, I'm kind of sweaty. <laughs> I, see, that's a, I, we turn the every time we do this in my place, we turn the air off and we close the window so there's no street noise because we live right down. And honestly, it's fine in here. This is just me, right? It's a Doug problem. And it's nothing to do with you. No, it's, I know. Yeah, but here's the thing: I'm give wearing it, jeans. My knees are sweating. It's give not good. <laughs> Doug, Doug gets the knee sweats. When I used to, we would work together. I'd come to, in khakis when we had to dress up for some goddamn reason. I would always be sweaty in my knees, not in the back, <laughs> but in the front. It always be really sweaty, and I don't know why. Two little, two little discs of moisture on the, like, on the front of his pants. I sit down, and I'm like, why are my knees, why is the front of my pants wet? It's just from <laughs> my knees sweating. I'm gross. <laughs> I'm a gross human being. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Um, that's how it rolls. Yeah. No, give I also a, get a lot of belly button lint. Does that <laughs> happen to you? Uh, not necessarily. I like to keep my fingers out of my belly button. I have to check because there's belly button lint in there. <laughs> All right, well, at least you know it's in there. It's totally in there. And I, I, I've learned that this is not a thing for women. Women don't generally get belly button lint. Why do you think that is? I think it's I think because it's the, hair. The, the hair. Yeah. I think All the right. hair collects it. And usually when I take off my shirt, there's a, some ball of hair somewhere on my back. We have – that's not normal. Jill usually tries to find it. She's like, where is it? Where where's is the it? ball of hair? Where's, where's the ball it's of like hair? finding the Christmas pickle. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Wait, the Christmas pickle. You never heard of that? Then? No, what is that? We'll talk about that later. That sounds – Something rapey for the no, it's absolutely not. No, for the I think I want to say it's a German tradition. Uh, yep, it's the, totally sticking I've, with what I'm thinking initially. <laughs> you've, you've not swayed me yet, Strandland. Yeah, all right, still on the same track. <laughs> uh, no, it's I think it's a German tradition <clears throat> where they um, uh, for like when uh, people move in, like first um, Christmas is together. Like you can give an, an ornament, a pickle ornament, where you hide it in the tree, and people used to play is this. This where, where hide the pickle comes from. I, it could be. <laughs> The way you're thinking of it, absolutely not. Oh, we are going to play hide the pickle. Oh, you want to hide the pickle? You yeah? want to hide the pickle in the tree? Knock, knock. Who's there? It's the pickle hider. Oh, I'll come here to hide the pickle. 
You will never find it. Oh, it's time for Christmas and the pickle hiding will commence, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got really weird. I imagine that's how it goes down. That's And that's pretty much German Christmas. And then New Year's happens. <laughs> we all play hide the pickle. And then we call today. And then we call. <laughs> and then we open the gifts. And then it's time to just go to sleep. Yep, that's how it goes. Yep, that's it. You cannot open the presents until you have found the pickle. <laughs> Kids just sit there. Start now! Start finding the pickle now! You will never find it! And the kids just sit there. I don't like Christmas. <laughs> I can never find the pickle. I had a very trying childhood. And the parents are like, there is no pickle! <laughs> we don't like presents! Little did they know, those little shites don't know I ate the pickle. Ah, the pickle's inside of me. <laughs> They'll never find it. <laughs> and then the child disembowels their parent, finds the pickle, and they went... Now, Yahtzee! That's where the Yahtzee comes now from. Now you rules a family. <laughs> I You're am, painting the Germans in a terrible light. <laughs> I'm sorry to any Germans I listening right now. I am the Highlander! <laughs> there can be only one. That's how it works, right? <laughs> I've seen the movie, but not in a while. That's how no they win, right? No one can defeat me. You have to find the pickle in someone else's inside. That's, that's pretty much that's, what it is, That's yeah. how you gain their power. That's, that's the long and short. If you read the IMDb summary of Highlander, that's what it is. Yeah, if you read the graphic novel about it, you can usually find out more information. So. It's amazing how much the graphic novel and the <laughs> and the movie <laughs> differ from each other. Speaking of Speaking movies Speaking of movies, it's time for a segue! <laughs> so... Justin and I were wanting to talk to you guys about something really serious. Yeah. Um, guys, they're hip doing dysplasia. A, hip dysplasia. In cats. In cats, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing, guys. Uh, more importantly, guys, they're, re- re- they're remaking Point Break. Now there's something we don't need. They are remaking Point Break. Something yeah. that is the one of the most 90s movies you'll ever see. Trailer came out a few weeks ago. By the time this airs, it'll have been probably a few months ago. But Yeah, it's, <clears> it, yeah. Is, it is awful. Point Break may actually be out by the time this airs. I don't know. If you guys haven't seen Point Break, the original one stars a uh, little-known man known as Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. as well as Gary Busey mm-hmm. and Patrick Swayze. Mm, the Swayze. And I even think uh, one of the dudes from Red Hot Chili Peppers has a small role. I think in. Flea, right? It's not Flea. I think it's, it's not Flea? Anthony. Anthony Kiedis? Anthony Kiedis. Let's check it, it out. It looks a lot like him. And it also has, uh, what's his goddamn name? Dr. Cox. Oh, uh, J- John McGinley. That's what it is. I was, for some reason, I was think, thinking John C. Riley. No, that you're wrong. totally not him. Uh, this what is working. About? <laughs> You're wrong. I, I can't even look it up. There it is. Yeah. Yay. <clears throat> um, yeah. So yeah, Point Break came out ninety one. Uh, fantastic, fantastically bad, but fantastic movie. Like, it is definitely a guilty pleasure. Movie. It's it's one of those movies where if you haven't seen it, when you when you do watch it, if you're younger, you're gonna go. Really? And if you're older, you're going to go, fuck yeah. <laughs> by the way, also directed by a uh, little-known director known as Kath- Catherine Bigelow. My God, I honestly did, uh, did not know that. Yep. That's really interesting. Yep. And it yeah, is right. it is a fun, campy movie that is essentially about... Here it is. An FBI agent goes go. undercover to catch a gang of bank robbers who, who, who may be surfers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... What a terrible That log line send, sums it up. An <laughs> they FBI may agent be surfers. goes undercover to catch a gang of bank robbers. Wait, Keanu, hold on. They may be surfers. Are you okay with that? We, like, don't know, bro. <laughs> he does this hilarious surfer accent and stuff like that. <laughs> they try to They try to narrow down where the surfers are. It's 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 really pretty entertaining. But It is Anthony Kiedis. He plays – Anthony awesome. Kiedis plays Tone. Yeah. Patrick, very Sw- small, Patrick small Swayze. Bodie. 
Bodie. Right? Bodie, what's up? Keanu Reeves. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Utah. Make it two. Yeah. Utah. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's a fun movie. It has actually a really great chase scene in it. Uh, It's very well known where uh, Keanu Reeves is chasing after the bad guys who are in like, uh, I think it's a Nixon mask and other president's Mm -hmm. masks. And he's running and running. At one point, he just gets so frustrated. He just points his gun up in the air and just unloads his clip. He's like, ah! While he screams. Yeah, because that's... And then everyone within a two-block vicinity dies because the bullets have to come down. They do. And yeah, they just, what happens like when you fire a you. gun in the air? I mean, it has to It's stop. not good. It doesn't go it's, to space, that's for no, sure. No, it comes back <laughs> down really fast. It's a bullet. But I imagine it wouldn't be quite as dangerous as if you were obviously firing it at somebody. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, look, no, because A, you're aiming, and B, it's coming out. But if, you, if it goes up with that velocity, it's going to come down with an equal velocity, isn't it? No, well, I take that back. That's wrong. That's not right. Because... <laughs> It's it's actually getting Ladies propelled upward. Justin's about to do science on you all. <laughs> at some okay. Point- also, all right. No, <laughs> with that, with that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The Martian. Wait, what now? Matt Damon. Oh, what about it? With yeah, that, how he's going to science the, movie? the shit out of yeah. everything. You know, so what this means is I got to science the shit out. What the fuck is that, Damon? Dude, you're a fucking. You're bro, an astronaut. You're a, you're, a, you're no. He's a fucking Academy Award winning actor. He's an astronaut. What the fuck is that? Well, first of all, I have all, to science the shit out of it. That's the I most think, lazy writing. Why would you sign up for that movie? And then also, spoiler alert, it's just rehashing his fucking character from uh, in, uh, not Inception, with, Inst- uh, Interstellar, Interstellar, inter, yeah, that one, Interspace. Bullshit. Sorry, that was my little rant for the day. <laughs> yeah. and done. And done. But seriously, though, when you fire a bullet in the air, at some point it's going to slow down, right? It has to slow down. I mean, it has to slow down to turn to, to turn around, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily turn around, but, I mean, you know, I don't imagine it goes, and then just... It actually, like, makes a 90-degree <laughs> turn and comes back down. Yeah. But at some point, it has Eventually to... Eventually, it's, it's, the velocity stops. Yes. Yeah, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to return, yeah. But we all... Everything has its own terminal velocity, you know what I mean? It does, yes. So at some point, it'd be like... It probably wouldn't feel good. It's like if you drop a penny no, off of a building. No, it will kill you. I'm pretty sure people have been killed for that. From that, killed for it and yes. from it. Oh yeah! If you do it, then you're in trouble. I think that's how they execute a lot of people in the world. They're like they shoot in the air. They're like, just wait. Good luck. It's gonna happen. They Stay right off, here. They fire off thirty <laughs> rounds and then they go. If it hits you, then if they just it, get a couple automatic rifles and they just shoot them in the air and they're like, we'll see you in a little bit and see what happens. <laughs> Anyway, back to Point Break. So Point Break, they're remaking it, and basically the remake is the gritty reboot of a movie we never wanted. It's it's the Dark Knight of Point Break. <laughs> it's the Dark Knight of Point Breaks. <clears throat> so let me read let me read you the the log line, if you Let's will. Let's do it. Uh, a young FBI agent infiltrates an extraordinary team of extreme sports athletes. Uh, he suspects of masterminding a string of unprecedented, sophisticated corporate heists. Point Break is inspired by the classic 1991 hit. I feel like that's why I heard coming out of your mouth while you're reading that. I feel like there's I feel like calling it the classic 1991 hit is is probably overselling it a little bit. I would almost call it a cult classic. I mean, I don't know how it did at the box office, right, but right. I mean, it was one of those things where it didn't get a sequel, thank God, but it got a reboot. It got a reboot. God damn it. Cuz see, the thing that was fun about Point Break was 91 was when, like, surfing, skateboarding, all that stuff was, like, really kind of either on the cusp of exploding or really exploding. So it really kind of dove into that, like, surfer culture, like, very stereotypical surfer culture. Mm -hmm. And just a lot of the whole idea of Patrick Swayze's character was 
Um, he was a very spiritual person, and like when he surfed and when he did that sort of stuff, it was like he had a very unique perspective. The remake is about these guys basically doing goddamn heist. They're eco terrorists, essentially. Right. And I was like, there's nothing fun about what they're doing. Like wh- there was fun, sort of like getting involved with you know the surfer culture and how these guys you know sort of portray themselves. Not to mention you had Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> there's nothing but serious. Like a real serious tone to this reboot, and I just think it's—I don't know. I looked, I watched it, and I was like, "Cool, extreme sports. I see what you're trying to do. Hey, people like extreme sports. Let's <laughs> let's have them do a whole bunch of extreme sports." It's a blockbuster movie. They're they're doing the best they can to just be like, "Hey, here's all these like instead of just doing car chases, it's hey, here's someone you know actually skydiving with. Hey, they're uh, doing the flying squirrel, a giant thing of money. Here's a yeah, exactly, yeah. One of the worst parts in that trailer is when." <laughs> The guy who's playing the Keanu Reeves part is yeah. like, I believe that these criminals are extreme athletes, not much like myself. And I think the only way to catch them is like, he says something like that where he's like, I believe that they have blah, blah, extreme athletes like me. I was like, okay. So Luke Bracey is the young actor who is taking on Keanu Reeves' role. He's trying to embody the same passion that Keanu Reeves found in his, uh, oh, he's Australian. That's interesting. Yeah, that movie looks like absolute dog shit. Yeah. And honestly, I don't have a problem with reboots in general or remakes. I just have a problem with it when I'm like, I ask the question, is it needed? It's kind of like when they're like, you know what we ought to do? We ought to make a Three Stooges movie in the year whatever, like 2011. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, no. I was like, that sort of humor. Now, there was a Three Stooges movie that was made in the 90s Mm -hmm. that was actually about the life of the Three Stooges. Totally different. That was an interesting movie. Yeah. Because it had them reenacting some of the actual, the famous scenes from some of the actual Stooges movies, but it wasn't like a retelling. It was people playing the actors, playing the characters. It wasn't people playing those. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was such an unnecessary movie. But it's like, because here's the thing. It's like when you watch a a, a famous comedian, like we'll say like Jim Belushi. Sure. You know, you watch him nowadays, and if you're not familiar with comedy, you're like, I don't get it. I don't see what's so special about this guy. No big deal. It's because at the time, pretty prolific in what he was doing. And then John people, Belushi or Jim Belushi? I think I said Jim. Which yeah. one's which one's dead? John. John. Yeah. Okay. Jim. Forget about it. John I was Belushi. Say you mean like canine cop Belushi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, no, I meant like John. Sorry, I always get him confused. All right, that's I'm all right. I'm sure everyone does, right? Yep. Right. But anyway, so John, you know, he was doing all this really unique stuff, and we've built on top of that right. since then. And people have been inspired by him and stuff to the point where we see bits of John Belushi in a lot of comedians now. So when we see him, it's like, meh. Right. So you know? a lot of you, if, or, and if you're unfamiliar with him. Exactly. And you see him for the first time, then it is. It definitely is that like, special. Eh, I don't know. Same thing with Three Stooges. Like, their sort of physical comedy for the time in which they were really popular right. was very unique and very great. Absolutely. And they were, I mean, they were competing at the time with some of the other top physical comedians of their, of their era. I mean, they were, exactly. they were coming off the heels of Buster Keaton and mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Chaplin. Exactly. You know, and they were kind of, they were taking it to the next, essentially they, they were, were the doing, next generation. They were doing that. the jackass version, sure. which was like way more vulgar, way more like raunchy and like guy comedy. Exactly. Of that time. Yeah. Yeah. So they took they took that and they heightened it to a different level. Sure. And then now we've built on top of that. Right. A la Jackass. In, I mean, that's ex- that's that's physical comedy. Technically. Infinitely, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what we ought to do? We ought to revive these characters. Right. And I'm like, who are you trying to appeal to? Because I would say 
I mean, I, I would see. I would think most of the people in our generation would know who the Three Stooges are. Yes. Would we care about them? Maybe, maybe not. I would probably lean towards not. But you go younger than us, they may not even know who the fuck those guys are. Right. No, and they, and they won't. I guarantee you they won't. And the older generation, I mean, at that point, are they, are they that, that movie still wasn't made for them because it had Snooky in it. I was going to say, I mean? yeah, do you really, are they really going to go and be like, yeah, this is what I remember? Yeah, if no. anything, they'll probably just piss them off. They'd be like the worst fanboys of all time. But, be like, no! I mean, in, in fairness, it's a Fairly Brothers movie, so. That's true. I mean, like. Take just, it for what it is. I'm, you some know. people, I mean, there's, I mean, I don't think there's any argument that most things that are produced movie-wise nowadays are either reboots, sequels, or something based on right. something else that's not an original property. Well, and that, yes, I, absolutely, and that's, and I think that's why it's, it's a lot of people like give Hollywood shit because it's, it's well, where's the good movies? You know, like there's, there, I mean, everything. That is the the motto for people who fucking steal movies. Some some asshole at work said that to me today. He said he, I forget what he said he was willing to pay for. He's making a joke. He's like, oh, I'll go see that. He goes, but that's why I steal movies. I'm like, you're an asshole. Well, I don't think that's a... <laughs> he, goes, he goes, hey, come on. Let's, Hollywood just puts out a bunch of shit. And I'm like, then why are you stealing it? Just don't watch it. Right. No, he's I... Like, he's I, like, well, it's right there on my fingertips. I'm like, fuck you. Look, you know what? That's what a bunch of eco-terrorists would say. <laughs> I'm going to get Johnny Utah on that motherfucker. All right? I I will never understand that this this idea I know, that I'm going to pirate it because I can because I can I I know I know and that's that's it's it's a bullshit I, oh you know what it doesn't even the actors don't even really get paid I mean I know people in the business they're not getting the money for this at all you know who's you know, it's just the big studios they get their buyout it's like in the, the front big, it's just the big studios and honestly they don't need the money I'm like okay you go and make something like that right. have someone fucking steal it right. I had a, there's another guy at work. Who just he makes this? He was he's making a Facebook page and he made some sort of pretty generic meme mm-hmm. that was like it was a picture of Alf. It's like like if you know who this is, pretty generic. A radio station grabbed it and started using it. He's like they're they're doing it. And they're not even giving me credit. So really, he and I was like, fuck off for starters because it's not that creative. And so- well, and I hate the people who post those motherfucking. It, that's not bait. even a, that's not even a meme. No, it's not. That's not even a meme. That's not funny. It's yeah. just like, oh, I know Alfred. I'm gonna like that. No. Oh, I don't even know who this guy is, but I don't like him. I'm gonna get Johnny Utah on him too. Well, it's just like and it was funny because this is the same guy that like will pirate you know other things. I know that he does, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there you go. There, that's 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 what I'm talking right. about. You know, and I, I have these interesting conversations where I'm just like, I want to know why they're doing it, and if it's for the sake of convenience. Part of me doesn't blame them. Like, for example, like, say say you were, like, waiting. Because nowadays it's like you have the movie, and then there's a while, and then it's, like, kind of on streaming slash on Blu-ray DVD, and then it's on, like, the Netflix stuff. Right. You know? People don't want to wait that long. You know what I mean? So people are like, uh, you're just basically stringing out your profit as long as possible, or the distribution is even worse. Like, in America... We're lucky because we get that distribution really quick. Yeah, absolutely. There's some people in other countries who may not even see the movie for like a year. Right. After it comes out. Yeah. Most people are like, I'm waiting for it. They fucking pirate it. To a certain degree, I understand it. I still don't agree with it. But I'm like, I get that because the company itself is limiting your access to a product that you're willing to pay for. Right. But they won't let you get to. You it. understand the rationale behind. You don't agree with the. You exactly. don't agree with the actions, but you understand the rationale I get behind. It. They they have a demand some for something right. that they can't get access to unless they wait longer than everybody else. Right. I get it. Right. But it's the guy that's like, hey, yeah, um, so uh, 
you know, Ant-Man's coming out this weekend. And, uh, yeah, by Monday, he's like, yeah, I watched it already. Oh, yeah, did you go to the theater? No, just downloaded it. I was right. like, fuck you, God, man. Torrent. It's all right, yeah. Fuck you, you asshole. Right. God damn it. Doug gets, Doug gets fiery about this. I just, I don't, I don't understand. He's fiery. It, it, for me, when it comes to, like, copyright and intellectual property, it's it's fine until it's, until it's your stuff. Like, which is Absolutely, the way yeah. most things people are. It's like, you know, I'll not in my the, backyard. I love the ALF meme. Ex- right, yeah. exactly. Everyone's totally fine. You know, I, I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine who was talking about how, you know, they didn't have a problem about someone pirating, like, a movie or music or something like that. And I was like, well, what if that was yours? Right. As an, as an artist and a creative person, I feel like this should be a bigger issue with you. Right, like, right. Because the second that it is yours and you're not getting that sort of compensation for your work, you're going to be pissed. Right. You're going to be absolutely – I worked at a record – I was I was an intern at a record label where another intern was, like, stealing music. He was downloading music for free. And I was like, you are interning at a record label. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I've got I – I don't have enough money for it right now. And he goes, and besides, you know, I'll pay for it when I have money. I'm like, if you don't have money for it, you shouldn't have access to it. Right. If I want to get a pizza, but I don't have money for it, <laughs> I don't get a pizza. Right. No, absolutely. Tough shit. <laughs> like, I don't understand that logic, but because they can, they do it. And I'm like, and because it's digital, it becomes this gray area. Right. Because if I were just to grab your computer and walk out, you'd be like, Doug stole that from me. Right. But if I were somehow to be able to download whatever you had in there and I, and I took it from you, it's a different thing altogether. Right. It's bizarre to me. How it's just like, and not only that, but there's also this thing where like, the person who initially steals it is a bad guy, but if that thief then you know broadcasts it to everyone else, anyone else who downloads it from the thief is not considered the bad guy. No, because yeah. the goods have already been stolen. Right. I was like, so if someone stole a car and then gave it to you, you're not the bad guy because you didn't steal it, even though you have hot property. That still doesn't make sense to me. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Like I just, oh my god, it just drives me bonkers. I'm a rules guy. I follow the rules and stuff like that. I also Sometimes re- to a fault. To a fault. I 100% agree with that. Sometimes it, I cripple myself because of the rule. But at the same time, I also love the movie experience. Mm-hmm. I love going to the movies. I love the sound and everything like that. It's so much the fun. smell of the popcorn and the it's, feel of the it's sticky great. floors. It's and absolutely that. great. And so, like, and for people to be like, ah, oh, Hollywood's just putting out a bunch of garbage. Why should I pay for it? I'm like, just don't fucking see it. Right. Why would you watch it if you're like, see... I'll even give this to my – I know someone as well who was like, they just download the bad movies, like the really bad ones. Like the John, I know exactly who you're talking like about, Like the too. John Carters yep. and stuff like that. And I always laugh because I'm like, a part of me think th- thinks that's okay. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm like, because it's a shitty movie. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, well, that shitty movie. Yeah, but that's, a little bit that's of- subjective, though, because some people may have watched John Carter and gone, you know what? Cinema classic. Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, hundreds of millions of dollars that they didn't make back on it <laughs> would say otherwise as well. Yeah, but like uh, the thirteen dollars th- that they did make on it, that was one dude who really liked the movie. Yeah, I, and people cast their votes. You know, they did, but a lot of people were not in favor of that I'm, movie. I know, I know. <laughs> but I think to my original, that was not the last. The last fifteen minutes was not to my original point of <laughs> the movie industry not having really good movie or really sure. good ideas. Yes, that is the motto for people who, mm-hmm. but there also is a, taking pirating aside, that's yeah. definitely still a a valid, I think, discussion to have. Oh, 100%. Because, I mean, you look at some of the 
bullshit. They like okay, you're making point, remaking Point Break. Yeah, not a movie that needs to be remade. Nope. We 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 really did a good job of visiting, you know, of of, of taking apart those characters. We got our, our resolution or lack thereof at the end of the first one, and everything worked as it should have worked, and we're done. Yeah. Put it to bed. You don't need to remake it. You know, I don't do math, but what's you know what's 2015 less 1991. Uh, nice. That many years later. Oh my god, is that 2024? 20, yeah, ish. Holy shit, it was that long ago. So, there's that. You know what I mean? So, wow. And another one that you were bringing up was Sister Act 2. Yeah, supposedly Sister Act 2 remake. So, why? Here's well, maybe maybe not Sister Act 2. I was going to say. Sister Act remake. <laughs> no, when, we're only rebooting the sequel. When That's what I was. Because when you initially brought this up. I was like, wait, why are they doing Sister Act 2? But then I didn't question it. I'm like, well, if Doug says it, it's true. Yeah, I think it's just a Sister Act remake. Sister Act 2 reboot. (laughs) Rebooting the sequel, not the first one. We assume everyone is up to speed at this point. We're just rebooting the second one. That's probably right, yeah. So, but then, I mean, there's that. And then, you know, uh, the the, the one that really chapped my ass the the most, going back to kind of superheroes, which everything goes back to superheroes with you and I, um, was was the Spider-Man reboot. Like, not, not less... Not less than, I think it was, it was less than 10 years. Yeah. Less than 10 years after the original came out. And I want to say less than like three to five years after the third one came out. It was pretty recent. They rebooted the whole franchise. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, okay. <sighs> like That was a rights issue, though. That's why they did it. They, they had needed to, do, to get it. Sony had to do that or the rights would revert back to Marvel. I don't agree with it. But again, I understand. What I don't like, understand is how the right, like they they put three movies out within the span of under ten years. How did the how were the rights going to go away? Like how many do you need to make? Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was one of those things where if they didn't make it within if they didn't do something with the property right, right. within a certain amount of time, it would revert back to Marvel. And it, now it's kind of a moot point because you know now they're just like, look, we fucked up, Marvel. Can you please save us? Well, the thing that sucks is that Marvel has a system. They have they have created the uh, the what am I thinking of here? Like the uh, 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 the assembly line, okay, if you will, for for making these movies, they have a team of people that are connecting everything together and making it work. Whereas, like studios like Fox and Sony, they're just like they're making these movies like they make any other. Movie. We have a single property, exactly, yeah. and they don't have a plan down for it. So when you watch it, even though it'll have the Marvel scrolling in the beginning, it's not really a Marvel production. Right. It's a Marvel property right. that is being leased. To another to another uh, organization, and you can tell there's a huge difference in the storytelling. There's a huge difference in everything about it. Yep. Not every Marvel movie is perfect. Oh no, not at all. But there is a formula that is there that we've become accustomed to to the point where we're willing to go to see a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like people are like, "Who the fuck is that?" Right. It's and like it a- turned out to be one of the be- the highest grossing movies Marvel has put out. Yeah, it's like- one of the top ones, hands down. Yeah. it's incredible. And then it's like it's like almost like a Pixar brand. Now you have a brand right, where you're like, right. all right, cool, I'm going to go ch- check it out. You've established that when a movie comes out from this movie from this movie house, from the yeah. studio, it's probably going to be okay. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You know, and then you watch something like... You Which know, is why I'm even more nervous for Ant-Man, but... I, that one has more complications behind yeah. it, but I, I'm willing to give it a shot. I, right. I think it'll be fun. But I think also just with the Spider-Man stuff, it's just like they had great actors. They yeah, really did. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Garfield was great. Uh, Emma Stone was great. You know, but it was just one of those things where it was, I've never been, like, I remember watching the first one. bored with it. Yeah, I watched the first one, and I had no, I love rewatching movies. 
I had no desire to rewatch it. Yeah. At all. Yeah, man. I was like, no, I got yeah. it. I, yeah. Spider-Man versus the Lizard nailed it, Ta-da. and then the yeah. second one was just a giant shit show. Who, wait, who can't was there was the only, was it just the Lizard in the first one or was yeah, it like it was just the Lizard? Green Goblin didn't show up. No, you sure? Green Goblin was the second one. All right, it's fine. On the reboots, and then there's Green Goblin, Electro, and uh, Rhino. That's right. Where it was just one of those things where I've never been more. Shocking. Oh. <laughs> he did it, guys. He did it. He nailed it. I'm out. He's out. I'm out. He's literally dropping the mic. See you later. He's gone. I'm gone. I'm now, I'm going to fart in this apartment and it will be mine. That's how it works. Wait, hold on. I'm back. Oh, wait, wait. I'm back. Oh, I'm man. Back. I almost farted. This place almost belonged to me. Oh, man. That was a close one. Beth yeah. would have been pissed. <laughs> I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. You belong to me, too. <laughs> you didn't fart on her. She enters where I fart. It's mine. That is in the That's Bible. Fair. I'm not that is in the Bible. I can't argue that. Jonathan I argue that. 332. <laughs> Jonathan, three thirty-two. I'm pretty sure that's that's. I a, love it. I think I have that bookmarked somewhere. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think um, which is to me. So I yeah, I'm very much like the thing that from an artist standpoint that really bugs me is that you know there are so many. There are so many people writing scripts, unique scripts out there, like yeah. Ex Machina. Sure. Something like that. Great. Incredibly. As far as I, I have not seen it yet. I really want to see that. But as far as I can tell from the trailer, very unique. I don't believe I've seen a story like that before. Now, sure. you could probably draw comparisons back to a Romeo and Juliet or a, you know, some There's Shakespearean. There's other things you can probably There's like, yeah. themes. There's sure. thematic elements that are familiar in there. But yeah. I feel like that movie is a very unique movie. And yeah. I love the fact that they took a risk on that. And sure. I love the fact that it went mainstream. Like, it, it wasn't like a super art house indie film yeah. where, like, well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. You know put it out in, like, re- select releases. and like, Yeah, I mean, it was relatively... It was definitely more than an indie film. It like, was, It had, yeah. had a wider release right. than, a, than an indie film. But it was. It was definitely had a and unique concept. It was an Oscar concept. Isaac? Or Oscar, Oscar Isaac Isaac was yeah. in it. And then I was... love the, the, the choices he's starting to make in his career. Oh, man, like, that guy's fucking killing it Absolutely. Right now. Like, Inside Lewin Davis, I loved that movie. I Beth did not that, like it, but yeah. I lo- I think it was more of a guy movie. She sure. just didn't get the tone of it, but it sure. was definitely more of, like, a guy going to kind of find himself. That like, guy's going to be in fucking Star Wars. I he's love playing it. Apocalypse. Like, right. That guy is fucking... Wait, he's playing in the new X-Men? Yeah, he's playing Apocalypse. Okay, I didn't know that. Fucking it. Nicely done. Yeah. That wasn't him in the in sequence, was it? No. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, things like that. For me, Pixar yeah. is someone that does extraordinarily well storytelling. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's, that's not that. anything new. But as far as, like, unique stories go, I, Inside Out, it's caught some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, some from some people are like, eh wasn't the best i think to me it was probably one of my favorite pixar movies i hands down think it was the most unique like you remember when when i caught wind of of like just the the log line of like hey here's some movies coming out three years down the road yeah when we worked together and i shared that to you and i was like i was super pumped because i'm like my god this is i've never heard of a movie like this before wonderful concept it was i thought it was fantastic and i personally thought the execution was great i think i liked about it was just it what Pixar usually does is they find a way to appeal to both the child and the adult. Sure. Because 
honestly, that that's something that a small child could watch and enjoy yeah. for what it is, the fun. A teenager could enjoy it because we're all going through that. Yeah. And as an adult, you can reflect on that and be like, I remember what that was. Or right. you can imagine like what your personification of your emotions would be like. Absolutely. We've all had that point where, you know, the, the best parts where they're talking about, you know, all the things she used to do, like with that imaginary friend. Right. And, you know, stuff right. like that. And getting older and just dealing with, you know, life in general, they find a way of doing that. And everything is created in-house with Pixar. You know, they, they, they workshop all of their stories and they, they hammer it out that way. And I think that's very admirable. It's very interesting and they've done a great job with that. And honestly, at the same time, like, you know, I have, a, I have some friends that are in the, the industry and, you know, they were recently, I was talking with one of them and they were just talking about how when they make a film, they realize how important, like, the European market is mm. and how that's going to, the things that they like are the large cityscapes and things like that because they don't have that in Europe and like the different things that are sort of like um, American mythology and stuff like that. They're like, we are going to work that into our story. That's where the business side of it sometimes will. Unfortunately, you have the creative on one side, artistic, pure, just like passion. Like this is the story I want to tell. And then you've got the business because at the end of the day, you got to make this and it takes money. And so you got to try and find a way to meet in the middle. Right. And it's hard to do that sometimes because you're like, well, we can like Tyler Perry's a good example. That guy kills it with his demographic, you know, uh, black audiences everywhere. They don't have a lot of movies made just for them. Unfortunately, that has no market overseas, hardly at all. Yeah. It just does not, you know, do well, but they do a good job of making that stuff in the U S for solely for the U S and it's something that's a great storytelling, you know, option for that that we don't normally get to see but on the business end you have to make sure it does well here because it will not do well in other markets right and that sort of stuff is kind of what determines a lot of that stuff and unfortunately there's some asshole somewhere that's calculated an algorithm that's like boom plus boom plus boom in parentheses boom minus boom plus blah 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 is going to determine you know what we have to do and it's like well we got to think about distribution where is this going to go is it going to go here because it goes here then we got to do this we have to consider this we have to change the name because this name actually in this language means vagina so we can't do that and it's like there's all these things that you have to consider much yeah where it's like at the end of the day you see why there's like a template or it's like the, the the path of least resistance is like what have people liked before Let's give them more of that. Right. And I think you're, you're, you've kind of brought it back around and you're arguing back to why it's so formulaic and why there's yeah. a lack of, of new or good ideas in sure. Hollywood is because it's, it's, it comes down to that when you're in the movie business, that second word is the key word. You're in the business of the movies. And so you have yep. to make it as, as plausible or as, as uh, fee, um, profitable as you, it's as like you can. When you, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into a unique topic here. Try to follow me. Video games. Mm. Um, you know, you see a lot of those Call of Duty games, right. like the Madden games. Those are the best games to release because uh, for the most part, you have a, an audience that is going to hop into that you really easily. an audience, yeah. And if you try to make that unique, sometimes like different game, it's refreshing for some, but for most, it can be... Right. Like Blizzard in World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is one of the few games out there that still can charge a subscription that people will pay. Right. And what they make is a, an MMO that is so accessible to anybody. I've played with kids. I've played with, like, retired adults on that game. Okay. Like, it is... You could pick it up and understand it and play it in no time. Like, okay. It is the easiest game but to play. But what I want to. 
I don't know if you'd want to, but See? you could. See? But it's different for you yeah. because that's not your thing. Yeah. But if I were to sit you down in front of that and you were to play it, you could figure it out. I would bitch the whole time. And actually, I, I would be willing to bet for about maybe a, at least two weeks you'd be into it. Okay. All right. You'd be like, because there's a thing about it that's like, I'm making progress here. Thing, cool things are happening. I want to check some stuff out. And that's where they get you. You know, like there's little things like that. And then you get into the grind. Is there any way that I can do this for free? Can I you can test it? it. You can test it for free. Can I pirate it? You can't pirate it. You can do a twenty. I think it's like a one month free trial. Not that I su- not that I support pirating. No, oh, of course. But I would totally pirate this. Sure. But the reason why I brought that up was like when you play that game, it's not for me. I I, I play it from time to time. I just recently stopped playing it. But I, I recently brought it on again with their new expansion. But I I was like I had fun while I was doing it. But I I lost a lot with it real quick. Because what I like in a game is. Uh, I love uh, some good sort of like player versus player. Mm. I like some sort of like, um, you know, some sort of like uh, the counter to the gap would be Eve, which you and I have talked about. And we could do a whole podcast <laughs> on Eve, which I'd love to bring my brother in on that because he was yeah. the devil of Eve. But that game is so is very steep learning curve. Mm. Really hard game to learn. Yeah. But once you learn it, you fucking love it. Yeah. And that game has consequences. You can go out, and when you destroy another player's ship, you destroy their shit. It is gone. It yeah. is done. There's nothing left, and you can blow them up and kill them and take their money. And that game has very highs and low. Like, when you do that, there is this rush you get when you're like, I just ruined that guy's day. And then when you die, you're like, ah, my day's ruined. <laughs> and everything in that game, the economy is all player-driven and stuff like that. So, But that's a very unique. They don't have nearly the same amount of subscriptions as Blizzard does. Right. Blizzard, I think, at one point was boasting almost 10 million people. Holy crap. Were playing their game because it's very – their goal is to appeal to as many people as possible. Right. And that's what a lot of movies do is like – that's the whole point. How many people can we get to come see this? That's why people, unfortunately, will sacrifice uh, a PG-13 rating instead of an R. Because an R-rated movie, is it's restricting your audience. Right, right. If you do that PG-13, you're going to get more people. That's you a sweet spot. You could possibly do merchandising, possibly toys. Right. Like, the, the most depressing thing for me was when it's like, hey, we're going to do an Alien vs. Predator movie, mm-hmm. and we're going to make a PG-13. I'm like, both of these franchises are hard R movies. Right. There's murder. There's aliens. It's like, no, we're going to have them come together, and it's PG-13. I'm right. like, and it was not good. That's a cop-out. It was not That's good. That's a cop-out, yeah. It's the same thing anytime you have, I think they did a Die Hard that was PG-13. It's like, no, Die Hard is R-rated. It's an R movie, man. Yeah, bottom it's, line. And you and you strip away the essence of that, but at the end of the day, some guy was like, well, if we do this variable right here, make it PG-13. Some nerd with, a, with one of those old-school calculators where you pull the thing down on the side sure. and it spits out the paper and he had a little visor on yeah. with a cigarette and he's like, you know, if we do this with PG-13, we'll make a you know 21 exactly. more percent profit. Well, it's 100% true, and yeah. that's unfortunately like that's where the, part, the business part will overshadow the creativity, yeah. and that's what kills me. Because even a movie as great as like Mad Max mm-hmm. – hasn't done as well as other movies financially. It's done decent. Right. I think it's, I mean, based on the stuff that I've seen, I think it's like broken even as yeah. far as like what it's taken in. But that's also an R-rated movie, and it, that movie would have sucked at PG-13. It would have, yeah. Granted, it wouldn't have a lot of, it didn't have any bad language that I remember. It was just kind of like some graphic images, but nothing like super gory or anything right, like right, that. Right. But if you would have made that bit movie PG-13, I bet you it wouldn't have been good. Yeah. All the other Mad Maxes were R. Yeah. 
It had you to be. Do that. Had to be. You can't do that shit. Yeah, it ruins it. I'm gonna bring it back around one real quick before Let's we before we wrap this up. Um, MythBusters, yes, uh, say that if bullets fired into the air, ah, um, they do maintain their lethal capacity or capability when they eventually fall back down. In the case of a bullet fired at precisely at a precisely vertical angle, something extremely difficult for a human being to duplicate, the bullet would tumble, lose its spin, and fall at a much slower speed due to terminal velocity and therefore render it less than lethal on impact. However, if a bullet is fired upward at a non-vertical angle, mm-hmm. a far more probable possibility, that makes it sense. will maintain its spin and will reach a high enough speed to be lethal on impact. Because of this potential uh, fi- or potenti- potentiality, firing a gun into the air is illegal in most states. And even in the states where it is legal, it's not recommended by the police. <laughs> I guess that makes sense because if you're not shooting it straight up, you still have an arc to it. Right. It's going to travel at that arc until it reaches, exactly. reaches its destination. Exactly. If it goes directly into the air, eventually it will stop. It'll just kind of Yeah, because if you don't get it quite right, yeah. just like, hey, boom, it's going to go that way. And let's face it. Most people, when they fire into the air, movies or anything, you see them, they point it like it's up into the front. Yeah. So... I learned something today, Justin. Thank you. I win. You win that one, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to do the throwdown. It's time for a throwdown. <sighs> Joker works Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Next question. Wow. Next question. Wow. Why? Lex Luthor has a lot of money and a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And based on which Lex Luthor you're talking about, he has uh, some pretty significant weapons mm. to be used against them. Mm-hmm. Now, the Joker, diabolical mm-hmm. as he may be, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he is just a man. So is Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor has access to lots of money. Yeah, but he's just a man. So does Joker. You saw the pile of money he burned in Dark Knight? Yeah, he burned it. He didn't take any right. of it. Right, yeah, but he could get another one just as easily. Another then, pile of money. And then just burn it? Not if he needed it. <laughs> Lex, Idiot. Lex, <laughs> dummy. Uh, I, I think if it was just straight combat... Just like a one-on-one, mano-a-mano? Straight combat, they're both down, butt-naked, like the good old days of Greece. prison rules. Yeah, Yeah. just get naked and fight. Um, It's not the F word I thought you were going to throw in there. (laughs) (laughs) Get naked and fuck, and then they fight. Uh, I think I might give the edge to Joker just because he's unpredictable. And he's, I mean, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is like he's just so manic that you do not know where he's, he's coming psychotic, from. He's yeah. psychotic, and he would be, be the kind of guy that would probably get in your head. And he doesn't care, yeah. So I was going to say the Joker all the way. But yeah, if we're talking like legitimately based on what they have, like if Lex Luthor came to the party armed, you know, with what, you know, he knew they were going to fight and they were going to show up, I think he would beat him. <clears throat> I will say this. Because I have... Batman won't kill him. Batman refuses to kill the Joker. Right. Lex Luthor don't give a shit. He will murder that guy. Yeah, but Superman refuses to kill Lex Luthor. And Superman's not fighting the Joker. Right, but Batman's not fighting Lex Luthor. Like, no, he's not. If you're using Batman... Everything you're saying is true. If you're using Batman to the Joker, I, why can't I use Superman I'm to Lex Luthor? Batman won't kill the Joker, even though Batman's like super rich and has all this sort of stuff. Right. So that's why I'm like, you know, Lex Luthor doesn't have that caveat of like, I won't kill you. Oh, so you're, sent, you're making the comparison that Lex Luthor is equally as super rich as Bruce Wayne. Yes. Has all the stuff. Yes. Even though Bruce Wayne could kill, yes. he doesn't. Yes. Luthor will kill. I see what you're saying. You did it. Okay. Okay. Together, we held hands and crossed the finish line. Well, if you're going to draw comparisons between uh, the good guy from one and the bad guy from the other, then I'm going to say that the Joker has green hair and Superman does not like green gemstones. So there's the comparison there. I, I think you're right. I win. Again, I'm just... It's a Whoa, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. 
really, really bad. Oh my god, I so want to have a conversation about this. All right, Did you just get a boner. I no, yeah, I don't want to admit an it, inverse yes. boner. I, yeah, it went. It sucked guys, up into my body cavity. Gotta check out the uh, Suicide Squad trailer. It's unique. Don't know how I feel about it yet, but Jared Leto looks amazing as a Joker. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging with us. We're going to let you go with this little tidbit. You can find us on Twitter at mindgappodcast.com. That's not true. That's, the not, com a po- that's no. not a thing. That's no, not how not Twitter works at all. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up at the Mind Gap Podcast. And Justin has a website. Uh, JustinStrandland.com. Chickswithdicks.com. Half not, chick, half dick, all the time. That's absolutely not true. JustinStrandland.com. Uh, you can also find me lemonparty.org. Um, and then you can email me there, uh, Justin at lemonparty.org. You can find me at tubgirl.com. <laughs> net. <laughs> org. And on Twitter and uh, Instagram, I'm at Justin underscore Michael, M-I-K-E-O. And you know what? I'm going to do it. You can find me on Twitter at the TheDBuzz. Oh, my goodness. That's Doug's putting himself T-H-E-D out there. T-H-E-D as in Doug, B as in Buzz, Buzz, the TheDBuzz, <laughs> at the TheDBuzz. I am not active on there at all, but you can find me on there. You want to read the most boring Twitter feed you've ever seen. I did have some fun stuff when we got started. I you told did. that crazy story, but it was eh, I don't do much. Hey, guys. Have a great one. Mind Gap Podcast.